0: Retirement. It's what everyone seems to be looking for these days. Even people who haven't reached that golden age yet are busy planning for it. But what does God's word have to say? The answer is nothing. The only retirement recorded in the Bible is when God's workers are taken into glory. In speaking of people redeemed through faith in Christ, Psalm 92 verses 12 and 14 say, They will flourish like a palm tree. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. If you're a breathing believer, God has a productive work for you to do yet. Welcome to Grace Notes. The purpose of our program today is to challenge you to achieve great things for the Lord no matter how old you are. So stay tuned as our host Barbara Sandbeck gives us some insight into how we can do this.
1: My husband Dale and I have met some seniors who are busy serving the Lord collecting and distributing food, stuffing evangelistic mailers, and even ministering in nursing homes. But we've also met some who just want to be entertained. And there's nothing in the Bible that says that at a certain age, it's time to coast to the finish. Think about what some of the senior saints in the Bible accomplished. Moses lived to a ripe old age. He ruled the kingdom, showed great wisdom. His eyes never grew dim to his dying days. Press on was Paul's word. He rarely stopped, he worked till he dropped, his success never topped, kept his eyes on the Lord. Our days are ordained. It says in the Bible, pray for the world, tell those who've not heard, study the word, do not be idle. Philippians 3.14 says, press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Reverend James Langrell, (laughs) he's living proof that you can be productive for the Lord your entire life. Retirement is not in his foreseeable future, that's for sure. As of this broadcast, he is 96 years old and still going strong, preaching and telling everyone he meets the good news that Jesus loves them, died for their sin, and rose from the dead to save them. He considers himself just a simple gospel preacher. One of his favorite Bible verses is Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are they that hunger after righteousness, for they shall be filled. His hunger to experience more of God is evidenced in a disciplined life, which consists of daily personal devotions, devotions with his wife, and extensive Bible study. Because of this, God has blessed him with godly zeal and a zest for life, and God will do the same for anyone who seeks him this way. Pastor Jimmy calls himself, God's little errand boy. (laughs) He visits the sick and goes door to door inviting people to church. His life's motto is, We pass through this world only once. Therefore, any good I can do or any kindness I can show to any human being, let me do it now. Let me not defer it nor neglect it, for I shall not pass this way again. Now that's the kind of mindset we all need. Because of his faithful ministry, thousands of people have come to know Jesus as Savior, and many have gone on to become ministers, evangelists, and faithful workers for the Lord. He is also known for his effective prayer ministry. If you share a need with him in a public place, he'll kneel on the ground and pray right there, bad knees and all. When he prays, believe me, you know you've been prayed for. A prayer ministry is powerful. Even with confinements, one can still sow seed in prayer. If we dedicate ourselves to God, He will see to it that we'll reap fruit from what we've sown. All God asks is that we be faithful to do what He's given us to do to the end. said, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He said, The fields, they are white unto harvest. Who will go? Who can I send that will tell them that I love them, that I died for them, that I rose again to save them? Who will go? Will you go? Will you be faithful, faithful men and women? dear lady who radiated the joy of the Lord, and she told me that when her husband died, she didn't think she could live. But when she decided to start helping needy people, she found she couldn't wait to get up in the morning. Our losses don't have to stay losses. They can be turned into gain when we give of ourselves to help others. I noticed something new in the account of Mary anointing Jesus in Mark chapter 14. You remember the story. Mary came into the room where Jesus was reclining, broke open a very expensive jar of perfume, and poured it on his head. Some people rebuked her harshly. They considered this a waste, and that the oil could have been sold and the money given to the poor. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. She has done a beautiful thing to me. Then in verse 8 he said, She did what she could. I stopped right there and thought. God asks us only to do what we can. He doesn't expect more out of us than what he's given us the ability and opportunity to do. Oh, that's consoling. But still, we need to ask ourselves, are we doing what we can do? We may not be able to accomplish what we did years ago, but we can still do something. Another thing I see in Mary and in Pastor Langrell is an attitude of humility. Humility. Mary didn't care if her worship looked peculiar to others. She just wanted to honor Jesus. In his book, Pastor Jimmy told of a time in a revival meeting when he went to a man he'd been praying for, knelt on the floor, and pleaded with him to give his life to the Lord. Now that's humility. God may have a job for you to do that requires prayer, dedication, and humility. You may even have to stand alone in doing it, But if you have a servant's heart like Pastor Jimmy, you can be that one in a million, like him. Won't you step out of your comfort zone and be the one God is looking for?
2: Who will be the first to leave? to the Lord, here am I.
0: pray you've been blessed by this program. If so, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.